Hello Gloriously Good listeners and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gloriously Good. The theme of today is Gloriously Good Life in Nature. My sister and I Hello everyone! are actually recording this episode on the grounds of Azalea Rideau Castle which is a chateau emblematic of the French Renaissance surprisingly surrounded by an English garden where we are now and I think uh, Tia we should start explaining to our listeners <laughs> how we got here. We're on a cycling trip in France on the Loire Valley or how the French say Val de Loire and Today we actually completed a 30-kilometer cycle ride to get here. We finally arrived in the grounds of this beautiful castle and I think you can hear that the bell chimes from the nearby church and the sound of the river that's surrounding us, the birds singing. I think it's a very idyllic place to record and that's why we chose this place to record in. And after we finished our cycle ride, we stopped here at the cafe and then we visited the castle, which is very sumptuous, built in very classical French Renaissance style. And now we've taken some time to rest in this idyllic English garden listening to the sound of the river, watching the sun go down and recording this very special podcast episode. So as we've been in nature for so long in this trip, we've realized how important this is to our mood and well-being. So Tio, why do you love being in nature? I love the freedom I feel when I'm outside in nature and I always keep in mind the air is better in places like this and given for the lack of cars and traffic and all that, no motorbikes. And that awareness makes me feel like I'm doing something for my health which, you know, it's actually real. Yeah. <laughs> and everything around me is so beautiful and pure and uh, most importantly clean. To be fair with you, that's why I prefer camping sometimes than to staying in accommodation that is not really great. I think we should tell our listeners that you've actually brought your tent with you on this trip, <laughs> um, just in case you'd like to camp in some evenings, which I think is great. I would have never thought of doing that, and I think it's quite an adventure. I mean, this trip on itself is quite an adventurous thing to do, for me especially because I've only learned to cycle last year, and now here we are, one week long cycling trip, where we're cycling like 30 kilometers a day, or even more uh, in the upcoming days, and you even have a tent with you in case you you know, you fancy embracing the full, in case you feel embracing nature in its true form. <laughs> yeah, which I really do. And I also love how nature is beaming with life, but not in a disturbing manner, like in a city, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also by spending time in nature, I get to appreciate it more, which I think made me want to protect it and push through raising awareness towards, you know, the scary direction where nature is headed to these days because of our overconsumption and, you know, to take steps towards having a lower impact on the environment, which I'm really passionate about. And how about yourself, Flory? I think nature has a very calming effect on the mind. Somehow in this is me to have like a meditative state when I'm in nature. I like to contemplate and it automatically makes me think of various things that I work on. I think that as the oxygen enters your mind, it kind of brings in a sense of freshness to your mind. Yeah, I agree. And that's how it helps us to come up or it helps me to come up with new ideas or gain different perspectives on things. And I really like to, you know, admire certain natural landscapes that I like, such as flower arrangements. I love to, you know, just stop and stare at them, capture them in a photo. And the more I look at them, the more it kind of takes my mind to think of things that I kind of create from that. For example, we were cycling today and I was looking at the trees and getting in all the scents from nature. I just thought of, you know, it'd be nice to record this podcast episode. Oh. 
or for example the other day when I was again admiring the natural landscape I was thinking about how good it would be to write a blog article about the benefits of nature on your productivity and well mood I think that's when I start thinking of new things when I, I see beautiful things in nature and then my mind makes to form new associations so I start writing about the things that are related to nature for example when I catch a nice smell in nature such as the smell of um, the fresh dried hay after a torrential <laughs> rain I think of cozy moments it's really good you know it's really uplifting I think yeah and you know it's really pure like I said nature is very purifying on the mind and the soul speaking of smells I think everyone should take the time to take scent snapshots from nature in order to remind themselves of the moments they spend there and by scent snapshots I mean just to spend time acknowledging the smells that you feel in nature sometimes we can get take them for granted because they're everywhere and they're kind of diluted in the air but if you kind of take the time to be a bit more contemplative of the smells surrounding you in nature you probably will be able to distinguish them better. And I've tried doing that, you know, trying to be a bit more aware of the scents around me. For example, at the moment, I can feel the smell of burnt wood combined with the smell of fresh grass. You know, freshly rained grass has a more distinctive smell. And I really like that. And I just wanted to ask you, Tio, what are your favorite fragrances produced by plants in nature? I used to like lavender so much to the point where I became allergic to it. <laughs> And I like lilac and pine nuts, to be fair with you. It's, they're just so fresh and piercing, yeah? <laughs> and what do you like? I liked how you used the word piercing for pine nuts. I think that's a very good association. I mean, there are so many scents in nature that I love. And everyone that knows me knows I'm obsessed with lavender. <laughs> just because it has such a distinctive smell, which is also quite soothing and relaxing. I love, we are now in France. And every now and then I can smell a bit of lavender around us. Especially since we've been cycling in so many and we've been passing through so many different villages and little places and every now and then you can catch the smell of lavender from someone's garden or even wild lavender which is great and I love France for being so resourceful mm -hmm. in so rich in lavender and also today when we were cycling I and I noticed that some trees that we passed by en route were emanating their own specific scents, such as, for example, you know, chamomile trees that to me smell so divine. They're so calming and yeah. soothing. And I also love it when there's a bit of wind around because as we pass them, the wind, I feel, accumulates and captures the scents uh, from various, you know, plants around or trees. Yeah. And it kind of sends them all in one direction towards you and that's when I feel it the most. It's too bad that this amplified fragrance only stays with me for a moment or two because I wish it could stay with me for longer but somehow it fades away back into nature. But what I noticed is that when various plants mingle their scents together they form like a cocktail of fragrances and to me this unified scent from them all smells very sweet like jam and I just love how nature is so powerful to produce this wonderful scents that have such a wonderful such impactful influence on our well-being and mood yeah most definitely why would you say spending time in nature is a gloriously good thing to do I think it's good for your physical and mental health and you know in nature you're grounded you're unrushed and like you've said calmer and that's that's a really important thing for today's life, I feel like. And going to a park in your lunch break or before heading home from work is like a reset button in your day. And I generally, I generally think it's like, like, like degrading for humans to be in cities all the time. So, you know, nature is 
nature is where you're supposed to be. I agree. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. I think nature is a great mood booster. Um, the oxygen coming from the air, like I said, fills your lungs with fresh air. And I feel that's when your whole body rejuvenates. I instantly feel uplifted, like you said, um, when I step out of the house or out of the office into nature. And that's why I think no one should sacrifice their lunch break at work by thinking, oh, I'm too busy, to st I need to stay here and get all the work done. Because I feel you're not wasting time when you go outside, you're actually saving time. The time you spend in nature will give you the chance to reflect, to pause, to let your creative juices flow, to see things from a different perspective, to see the bigger picture, to relax and recharge. And this is so powerful and so beneficial for your mind. And I like to have what I call a mini lunch break adventures. <laughs> when, for example, I run to a nearby park, I, or I take the time to walk, listening to my audiobooks or podcasts, or if I get to spend time in a park, I like to, you know, immerse myself into my thoughts and usually leads um, to me writing a blog article, gives rise to maybe a new podcast episode. And I do this while I, you know, enjoy my food as well. And I think that spending time in nature in the middle of the workday, for me, it's like power hour because mm -hmm. I feel so uplifted. I feel instantly full of energy. I come back feeling more creative and with a different attitude to work, ready to conquer the work that's ahead of me. Even if I'm in the middle of a very demanding project that feels quite stressful because maybe I don't have enough resources such as time to complete it, or maybe because I just feel stressed, I come back from some like half an hour spent in nature and I just have this attitude like, I can do this. So I wanted to ask you, what are your favorite places to spend time in nature? I like, I like mountains, though being there involves a fair amount of effort, uh, which is good, uh, given that you get to enjoy great views as a reward. Yeah, you recently spent some time in the Slovakian mountains, right? Yeah. Hiking. How yeah. was that? Uh, climbing the high, the high Tatras. It was really, really good. About six or seven hours hiking a day. It sounds really, like, really long, but you know, it's nothing when you're thinking about climbing so high up. I think because you immerse yourself in nature, you gain yeah. that energy from just you know the oxygen in the air and also your physical movement and just the fresh air in the mountains, it really helps you to keep going. And I realized that six hours of hiking is actually quite tiring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you think about it, the food I was having in those days was just a soup for lunch and then a porridge for breakfast, half a plum, and then another soup for dinner. So it wasn't so, much. <laughs> so you didn't even need that much internal energy to be able yeah. to continue with the activity because the energy, you are deriving a lot of energy from nature. Definitely right. And I only like forests when they lead to a pasture because I like open spaces that are wide um, as they make me feel endless as well. <laughs> and I love seeing mountains around me. So a flat or like a hilly area or town where I get to see mountains around me will make me really happy. Uh, but if not, parks are just great. They're just great on their own. Uh, Regent's Park is my favorite one in London. Yeah. Mine too. I love I love the Royal Parks of London. I think they're exquisite places, Definitely. especially in the middle of a busy city like London. I'm so grateful to the council in London for preserving them so well and for maintaining them like, um, to me, they're like natural museums. You know, I walk in Regent's Park or St. James's Park and I feel like I don't want to touch anything because I don't want to spoil the beautiful nature around right. us. And I just love the beautiful flower arrangements. You know how I love flowers. Um, and I think in Regent's Park and St. James's Park and Kensington Gardens, 
the flower arrangements are just so beautiful. It's like a work of art. And also the nice cafes around where you can sit and relax, and the ni nice benches, yeah. and also the ponds, right, with the swans <laughs> swimming delicately around. Oh, what a dream. <laughs> and the little ducks. It's so cute. I love to be in a place like this, like French gardens, I think, are very exquisite. I just love when people take the time to make a work of art out of nature, such as beautiful decorations or gardens arranged in a different arranged in a different style or you know bushes that are chopped to look like some figures you know different shapes i just love when i see that people have really appreciated nature to the point that they've decided to spend the time to create something like a work of art out of it however because during the workday I don't have that much time to go to one of the royal parks in London and I certainly don't have the time to come to a French garden, <laughs> I like to find that any nearby place that I can access by foot from my office that's in close proximity to my work, it becomes my favorite place. Even if it's just a square, in like a public square, um, I get to appreciate if, you know, most of the squares in London have a bit of... Uh, grass, a bench, yeah, some and statues. a few flower pots around. Mm -hmm. um, and to me that becomes my piece of nature for the day. And because I get to spend, um, you know, every day in them, um, they become my favorite place. Because mm -hmm. they are the place of nature that re recharges me, um, that makes me to think of new things, that make me calm. So there might not be that much nature in a public square, but at least I get to appreciate a bit of nature that's there. And that's why it becomes my favorite place. I just, you know, I think I can only be grateful that I can have access to something that's close enough to my workplace and that I can spend time in, enjoy my food and uh, take a bit of time to rest and relax. What about you? Oh yeah, I'm definitely the same. If I'm in central London, that's where I go for lunch. <laughs> Especially yeah. nearby your office. Yeah. Did you have any other favorite places that you wanted to mention? Um, yeah, definitely. I love I love the beach as well. It's just that you know it's kind of far from me, so mountains and parks are just enough for me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Flory, I wanted to ask, how often do you think our listeners should take the time to go for a walk in the park, or like even while the places? I would say every day and half an hour of your day it's not that much time and I think it's enough time to um, enable your body to um, get rejuvenated from the oxygen in nature, from the beautiful smells, from the visual aesthetics of nature which is also very pleasing for the eye and can have a calming effect on you. So my recommendation would be half an hour during the workday and then longer at weekends if you have the time to go for longer walks or runs or cycle rides then that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Let's just take some time now to express our gratitude to nature. Would you like to start? What do you think we should all be grateful to nature? My gratitude towards nature is coming from knowing that I'm not separated or independent from it, if that makes any sense. And for how much healing you can get by just being there uh, for your body and mind, how much beauty you can see. And I express it by aiming to be vegan in terms of what I consume and refusing single-use plastic, um, no straws or plastic bags, uh, not even degradable ones, because, you know, you never know. And now I'm trying to be mindful of plastic bottles and tissues and the food I buy, if it's packaged or not, and try to stay away from it if it's packaged. And <laughs> my dream would be to move to, to move to a country where recycling and upcycling is the norm. 
if I could be able to buy food from places that are not supermarkets, I would be the happiest. <laughs> you know, I really love these pick your own kind of places whereby you go in, you pay for a big basket and then you just fill it up with fruit and veg and then you just pay for its weight. I think <laughs> yeah. that's a great uh, concept um, and I've noticed quite a few farms around London do this and it's great because you get the big organic produce, most of them are organic farms and it also encourages you to bond with nature. How do you express your gratitude to nature and where does it come from? I think I've become a lot more appreciative of nature since I started running. I took up running five years ago as a way to relax from work and to distress and also to feel more active because I realized I was spending a lot of time sitting down which I knew it wasn't good for me um, and so I started running in nature um, and I've always been quite privileged privileged to use near to live nearby um, a common area um, or um, a river where I could run alongside it um, and so that's when I realized, oh, I just love it, when, it, especially when it's a sunny day um, and you just feel, you know, beaming with energy, um, running in the sunshine, even if it's like, um, you know, only for half an hour, it's still enough to make you feel like you're conquering your day. Um, and actually looking back in my early childhood um, and teenage years, actually, I feel quite sad for the fact that I used to, you know, take nature for granted and not spend not desire, not, not be willing to spend time in nature thinking, oh, there's no entertainment in nature. I'd, li I'd rather be home, you know, spending time watching a TV series or um, doing something on the in browsing the internet. Um, and now I look back and I think, oh, I wish I was more, I wish I were, you know, more open-minded back then to realize how resourceful nature is and what a good influence it can have on me. And especially when our dad was saying, oh, let's just go outside for a bit and you'll feel a lot better after that. And I always used to say, no, I have schoolwork to do. I don't have time to go out. And now I wish I understood how important it was to take that time, switch off and go in nature for a bit. Well, we can only make the most of today. So, you know, it's important we've came to that conclusion, this conclusion I'm in. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, many of us kind of take nature for granted now without realizing the immense benefits that nature has upon us. Like I said, nature has the power to make us fit and happy because it's a place where, you know, you can run freely. It instantly boosts your mood. It makes you more open-minded, more creative. And it also provides us with the life essential resources like oxygen, fruits, and all of these elements from nature combined. I think they put in motion the wheels of our brains and we probably only acknowledge how important nature is in our lives when there are dramatic changes in weather happening such as for example all of a sudden it starts raining people start complaining about it like oh it's so depressing or for example when it starts being really hot and people realize oh yes I want to go to a park and spend time in nature and enjoy this beautiful day um, and it's great that it's great that the weather or the changing phases of nature get us to realize the importance of spending time in it. But we should never forget every day how important nature is in our life. <laughs>